there was a prophecy that was given back in the 1600s that there would come a time when the sacrament of anointing would be little esteemed, a time when many people would die without receiving it, when many souls would be deprived of innumerable graces, consolations, and the strength that they need to make the great leap from time to eternity. So this is a prophecy about a time when this sacrament would be neglected, the sacrament of anointing, a really important sacrament. So the church asks priests to explain to uh, all of you, you know, how important the sacrament is, what it's all about, and so I'd like to do that today. Our gospel from uh, Matthew lends itself to this. You know, this passage where our Lord says, Come to me, all you who are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. That's the passage of Scripture that priests often read when they are preparing to give somebody to administer the sacrament of anointing. Because that's really what the sacrament is all about. It's about when you're going through difficulties, uh, suffering and sickness, danger, that our Lord comes and helps you carry this load. He, he lightens it uh, through the sacraments, especially through the sacrament of anointing. So this is the gospel that's usually read when a priest administers the sacrament of anointing, but our Lord coming and helping carry the load. So, but it's, this sacrament is, is really misunderstood. People don't really understand what it's about or what its purpose is or how it works or, or how they're supposed to you know, kind of work with it. So I'd like to kind of clarify that today. What is the sacrament about? What's the purpose of the sacrament of anointing? What, where does this come from exactly? Well, we, the first time I think we read about it is in Mark chapter 6. Our Lord is sending out the apostles, the 12 apostles, and he tells them to, to pray for the sick. He tells them to anoint them with oil. And then we also hear about it again in James chapter 5. So in James chapter 5, uh, it says, are there any who are sick among you? He should summon the presbyters or the priests of the church. They should pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith will save the sick person, and it will raise him up. If he has committed any sins, he will be forgiven. So many people misunderstand the sacrament to be about physical healing, and sometimes the sacrament does provide physical healing. Sometimes miracles take place following the sacrament of anointing. But ultimately, the sacrament is about more than simply this temporary physical healing. Because all those people that came to the priests, the people that even the disciples healed with oil or that Jesus healed, that was all temporary. Eventually, those bodies wore out and they died. They probably they may have gotten sick. You know, but this this healing was temporary. There was something that was greater than this temporary uh, healing that our Lord uh, came to this earth for. You know, we, we get a clue for this and kind of the purpose of this sacrament of anointing in the Code of Canon Law. The Code of Canon Law says something very interesting. It says that, the, it says that nobody under the age of reason, a person to receive the sacrament of anointing, has to be above the age of reason. So understanding right from wrong. So normally around the age of 
between seven, maybe up to even up to 11, depending on the child. So, but anybody younger than that is not allowed to receive the sacrament of anointing. Why? Why wouldn't a younger person who's sick and going through difficulty and suffering be able to receive the sacrament of anointing? Well, it comes back to the purpose of this sacrament. We read in the Council of Trent that one of the primary purposes of this sacrament is to take care of sins, especially the remains of sins. So, you know, even after your sin is forgiven, there is these wounds that are left behind. Kind of like pulling a nail out of a board. Even if the nail is gone, that board still has a wound in it, still has a hole in it. This is kind of what sin does to us. Even after those sins have been removed, there's still some healing that needs to take place. And this is where the sacrament of anointing comes to play. And this is why someone who is below the age of reason is, is not to be administered the sacrament of anointing. Because someone below the age of reason can't really commit personal sins. They don't have the reasoning ability to be able to do that yet. This is why the church does not administer the sacrament of anointing to a person, to a, you know, to a young child, someone who's below the age of reason. Because the primary purpose of the sacrament is to take, is take care of the sin issue, to take care of especially the remains of sin, to heal the wounds of sin. Although it also does other things too. It, it excites confidence in divine mercy. It helps the sick to bear more easily the pains uh, of sickness. Uh, so this is kind of Christ helping them with their suffering, their difficulty through this sacrament. It also helps especially uh, the sick person to uh, resist the temptations of the devil. So someone who's seriously sick, someone who's approaching the end, the devil knows that this is the end game. That if he can snatch this soul, he has this person for eternity. And so he's going to try very, very hard. So the, the temptations tend to increase tend to intensify toward the end of life. And so our Lord comes with a sacrament of anointing to strengthen a person against the temptations of the devil. And then kind of the last purpose of all is physical healing. So the Lord will heal a person physically if it's expedient, if it's helpful for the eternal good of the person. The concern is not so much this short life we have here on, you know, right now, but uh, what's going to happen to you eternally. So if this is going to be more helpful to you eternally, then the Lord will heal you. But if it's going to be more helpful to learn to trust him, to learn to grow in patience and humility um, amidst sickness and difficulty, the Lord will allow you to continue in that way because he wants what is good and best for you eternally. He wants what's good and best for your eternal good. So the primary purpose of the sacrament of anointing is for your eternal good. What's going to help you for the long haul? So it comes, helps you to bear this burden, helps to heal the wounds of sin. And if it's helpful eternally, he'll physically heal you. But whatever he does, it's going to help you eternally, whether it's physical healing or not. This is the purpose of the sacrament of anointing. That's why the church gave us this. First, minister we see through the the disciples, so apostles, and also uh, through others now, through the, the bishops and priests of the church. So two practicalities when it comes to this sacrament. Uh, is The first is don't wait too long. People hear the term last rites. This is a one, of the, one, of the, one of the rites, one of the sacraments that are given. 
uh, and they think it has to be like the very last until like a, just before the person, you know, is, is getting, you know, within minutes or within hours of passing. This is too long to wait. Don't wait this long. I've seen many occasions where I, you know, I had calls from out of town and I've called like four or five parishes trying to get a priest to go to some person who's been asking for the sacrament of the sick and have a hard time getting calls back and getting priests. Sometimes priests are difficult to get in, in the last moment. You know, they're not super readily available. Maybe the priest could be out of town. Maybe the priest could be in a meeting that he can't leave. Who knows? So it's better to take care of this earlier rather than later. So don't wait too long. The church teaches that anybody, uh, any Catholic person who having reached the age, the use of reason, begins to be in danger of illness or because of old age, you know, this person's becoming especially frail, unless you're noticing this, that person at that point can receive the sacrament of anointing. So here are these words. So at the beginning of any sort of sickness that could lead to death. So even for a young person, you know, someone who is 8, 9, 10, can receive the sacrament of anointing if that person has some sort of uh, illness that could possibly lead to death if it's not taken care of. But the, the words are, um, you know, at the beginning of a serious illness, not the end, at the beginning. So as soon as someone is, begins to be, even if the death could be far off, even if death could be years off, uh, if, if the, they have an illness that could end in death, they can receive the sacrament of anointing at the beginning of this illness. So sooner is better than later. Don't wait till the very end. You, you want these graces you want these things. Uh, you know, I often will get calls. By the time I get called, oftentimes, the person is not conscious anymore. The person is not talking anymore. And at this point, we do our best to give the graces but uh, that the church wants to give to this person to help to get them to the next life and everything. But we're somewhat limited at that point. Okay, so traditionally, the last rites, the last sacraments, our confession, anointing, and communion. We want to be able to give all three of these things. But if the person's unconscious, oftentimes we can just anoint and that's all. But, uh, and so the Catechism of the Council of Trent says that this sacrament, meaning anointing, so anointing can forgive some sins. So this sacrament of grace, it remits sins that's imparted especially for lighter offenses. So meaning the sacrament of anointing can remove what's called venial sins, these smaller sins. And then it goes on, it says, for mortal sins are removed by the sacrament of penance, meaning by going to confession. The sacrament of anointing is not the ordinary way that these more serious sins, mortal sins, the ones that separate you from God for eternity, are removed. That's normally through the sacrament of penance, the sacrament of confession. Now, there is a, a well, if the person had meant to get to confession, was intending to get to confession, uh, but then because of the illness, it progressed more quickly than you know, the person expected and wasn't able to get to confession in time. Uh, and in this circumstance, the sacrament of anointing can even take care of mortal sins, okay? Because the person was intending to get there, but just because of you know, the physical things and, and different things that took place, wasn't able to. The person was intending. So the, the Lord sees the heart. He sees the intentions of 
the hearts. But ideally, you get these things taken care of first before the person becomes unconscious. So for your mom or dad, you know, a relative, encourage them, hey, let's get the priest out here, get things taken care of in case anything were to happen. But make sure they get all these things taken care of ahead of time. The catechism, uh, the Catholic Church, our current catechism says that confession and absolution remain the only ordinary way for the faithful to reconcile themselves with God and the church. So unless, it goes on, unless physical or moral impossibilities excuses this kind. So you meant to, but you weren't able to get there in time because of some things that came up, you know, some serious things. Uh, so that's the first thing is don't wait too long. But a person to receive the sacrament of anointing, they can receive this at the beginning of an illness or frailty from old age. When things start to become especially frail, they can receive at the sacrament of anointing at that time. So don't wait too long. Do it at the beginning. The second thing is how to prepare for a priest to come to your house. Most folks, in my experience, are not prepared in the way the church would like them to be prepared. So the way that the church would like for the sacrament of anointing to be administered is first step you do is you call the church and you set up a date and a time ahead of time, maybe a week or two ahead of time even. And, and you get on the priest's schedule and then you invite family members and maybe people from the church to come and be part of this. This is a very sacred time. And so but by doing this ahead of time, you can have this beautiful gathering at your, ho- your house, a sacred, solemn gathering. Before the priest comes, what you'll do is you take a table and you put a linen cloth there. You'll put uh, ideally some holy water and some candles, a couple bless, a couple candles there on the table. So the priest is going to come and he's going to place the blessed sacrament there on the table to administer the sick person and anybody else who can who is able and, and ready to receive during that visit. Now, if the sick person would like to hasn't has been away from the church for a time or hasn't been to confession in a long time, ideally. That's taken care of beforehand. It'd be kind of awkward to have all these people gathered around and then say, hey, do you want to do a confession? <laughs> so ideally, the priest comes ahead, comes ahead of time, takes care of the sacrament of confession, and then comes back later, maybe like a week later or whatever, for, for the gathering with family members, with people from the church, and then the sacrament of anointing is administered. So this is how the church envisions the sacrament of anointing taking place. In ideal situations, sometimes it's an emergency and you've got to call the priest and you kind of just throw things together. That is not the ideal. This is not how the church instructs us to do this. Uh, and so, so you, that you're fully prepared you know, to, to know how to do this properly. This is what the church desires. Uh, to get this ahead of time, to plan things ahead of time, don't wait to the very end. This is a beautiful and rich sacrament. Uh, that, that gives innumerable graces to make sure this person is fully ready for this next life. The church wants to do everything that she possibly can to spring you as quickly as possible, not even just to the next life, but even over purgatory and just get you straight into heaven. And the church wants to do everything that she can. So get ready ahead of time. At the beginning of any serious illness, you can receive this as long as you're above the age of reason and receive all these innumerable graces for yourself, for your parents, for elderly relatives, uh, that you may be ready, that they may be ready for eternity, uh, that you may fully soak in that rest, that easy rest that our Lord talks about. Come to me, all you who labor and have you laden, and I will refresh you. 
He wants to refresh your soul, especially with the sacraments, especially with this sacrament of anointing, this misunderstood sacrament. That God may be glorified. Amen.